another beautiful summer morning, but it's supposed to get hot again today and stay that way for several days. Older son Jay and I exchanged several texts yesterday morning. He was observing his son Gavin's soccer camp. He urged me to get the Corvette out and drive it in the streaming summer sun. I told him I would and would ride my bicycle as well. I'm currently supposed to be training for next week's 300-mile Grand Illinois bike trip. Sadly lagging in training, but I'll ride at least 10 miles today. Work intervenes. I get caught up in final negotiations for a multi-decade solar farm lease, and then a few issues on pro bono work I'm doing for an East St. Louis church. Thus, four o'clock comes and goes. No Corvette driving. No bike riding. But the feeling of accomplishment felt good. Ah, I'd mentioned the Corvette. Let me tell you about the vet. First of all, I've never particularly wanted a Corvette. An MGB? Yes. A Mercedes SL? Yes. A Mustang? Yes. An old international four-wheel drive Scout? Yes. Corvette? No. Now, I had owned all of the above at one time or another, but not a Corvette. In high school, Chopper Larson's older brother, who was off serving in the Army, had a blue Stingray Fastback. A 63, I think. Since his brother was away, Chopper got to drive it. I rode in it a few times. Nice, but way beyond my wildest dreams. Chopper's parents were rich farmers. He had a nice car of his own, in addition to his brother's vet. But he had to drive the vet occasionally to keep the battery charged up, don't you know? We, on the other hand, were at best working class. So I drove my dad's 10-year-old beater 57 Ford Ranchero. Three speeds, stick shift on the column. No power, anything. And even in the freezing northern Illinois winters, the windows had to stay open to dilute the burnt oil exhaust coming through the rusted-out floorboards. I'd put in a dollar's worth of gas, that was three gallons back then, and a quart of 15-cent bulk oil. Uh, bulk oil is recycled oil that you pump from a 55-gallon barrel at the cheap gas station. At the time, minimum wage was about a buck an hour. I made just over that as a stock boy at Hornsby's Variety Store, that era's dollar store, and later, bagging groceries at Art Supermarket. After high school graduation, I hit the big time. A buck sixty-five an hour, pumping gas at the J&L gas station across U.S. Highway 34 from our house. That was just before leaving for the University of Illinois. But I digress. The Corvette. This spring, I had to take my beautiful, beloved, red Mercedes 300SL two-seater convertible up to Springfield to get a hydraulic leak fixed. Annette and I bought the 1993 Roadster in 2008 during my service as Adjutant General for the Illinois National Guard. A gorgeous car. Tan leather interior. Red hardtop convertible. Fifteen years old, but the doctor's wife had babied it till we bought it. Ten years after buying it, we'd managed to drive it all of 3,500 miles. At any rate, when I wheeled it into the repair shop, there sat a burgundy red, 
white leather interior, 50th anniversary edition Corvette. Six-speed standard transmission, 9,400 miles. A 2003 Lust. I sat in it. I paid the bill for the repair work to the Mercedes and left. Ten blocks later, the Mercedes engine stopped at a stoplight and wouldn't restart. Noontime traffic backing up. Cop comes. I call Robertson's. They dispatch old Bob himself. A power pack starts the Mercedes. Back to Robertson's. How much will you give me for the Mercedes on the vet? I asked. I'd already inquired as to the purchase price of the Corvette. They responded with a number. I'll take it. Wife Annette was furious. She thinks Corvettes are a phallic symbol. They probably are. Who cares? I love that shift to second gear as the 350 horses wind the tachometer and speedometer up. I never look at either. I don't need to. I shift by ear. The V8 telling me when to power down on the clutch, just as I learned to do on that old beater Ford. The acceleration in second gear like an F-16 hitting the afterburner. Bam! The clutch driven in simultaneously while slacking off the accelerator, while the right hand tries to drive that gear shift through the dashboard. Third gear, clutch out, gas pedal down. Rear end starting to drift to the left as the power hits the rear wheels. The vet never missing a beat as my heart trip hammers like the polished V8 pistons. The handling? Nothing like the precision of the SL or the BMW I had years ago, but the sheer bloody power. How fast will it go? I don't know. The factory specs say 175 miles an hour. I believe it. But yesterday, she sat in the garage, top up, engine silenced, while I basked in the glow of a computer screen, hammering out contract details. Instead of power shifting from second to third, with the slipstream threatening to rip the bulletproof sunglasses from my face. 